hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, the Mad Chatter, the Ryan FK, that's right. Don't forget, you can follow me, you can check me out on the Twitters, on the Gram, at RMK Madness. Yes, and with me tonight, to my, well, it's to my right, but on the video looking at it, you would say, yeah, right side still, if you were looking at the video. Anyway. For those of you just listening, pod-wise, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But if you're watching the video on YouTube, my good old cat, Hermione, is right here. That's right. She's right there. Say hi, Hermione. Say hi. No. Okay. I'm fine. Fine. You just hang out. You chill right there, girly. Had this cat since I sobered up. That's right. She's my sobriety cat. Uh, She had to have been born right around the time I sobered up because she was uh, a few months old or however months old, you know, when you're able to take a cat. And it was, I don't remember the exact amount of time, but that amount of time is exactly how much time I spend. And how much time did I spend in rehab? (laughs) At the rehab. I don't remember that either. So however long that duration was, anyways, it would have lined up to where the cat was born right around, right around when I sobered up. And then when she was old enough to go away from mama, she was picked out by me and came home with me. So I've had her the entirety of my sobriety. Isn't that right, girly? Yes, she's a good girl. Most of the time, good girl. But thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. And I mentioned my social media accounts. Still not a whole lot going on there. I apologize. I really do. It's just been so crazy. I feel like ever since I started work, and I know I've bitched about this plenty, but ever since I started the new job, it's been hard to get shit done, you know? It takes up a lot more of my time. Not just that it's a longer shift. That would be fine. But it's it's far enough away where where it's the driving, you know, that just adds on almost two hours to the day, you know. Between the driving and how much earlier I have to wake up to get ready for that, it, it's just it's a pain in the ass. But very good chance that uh, we move into a place that is much closer to work. So that should help out. That should help out. And I've been getting into a much better routine with work and all of that. And I know I've been saying that for a few weeks, but it's really feeling better. I just had a rough week last week because I I wasn't feeling the great. I I didn't sleep the greatest. It was just kind of a rough fucking week. And uh, so it was nice to end it. And then on Saturday, I, I almost fucking like, I don't know. I got like dizzy at work. It was weird. I had to take a timeout. I had to go to the boss. Hey, I got to tag out for five. Go sit down, drink some goddamn water. I don't know what the fuck was going on. And it's freaky as you get older in life. Little shit like that. You leave when you're younger. I, I mean, I know can speak for most of us. We're younger. At least in this regard, I should say. And when we're younger, we, we you know, a little spell like that, a little something like that. You know, you can shrug it off. You know, just shrug it off. But as you get older, it gets a little freakier. 
You know, like, is this just something we're going on right now? Or is this involved in an underlying issue? Because <laughs> let's face it, I did that. the chatter's honest. I got to work on the diet. I'm relatively in shape and relatively good health, but I do still smoke cigarettes and I do eat some not the greatest food. So there are definitely some areas where I've got to make some changes, you know? But don't we all? We all have some shit we got to work on. And those who think they don't, ah, bugger them, you know? <laughs> but don't ask me how that popped in my head. It did. But they, they can fuck off, you know? Like, what the fuck? As a matter of fact, anyone who thinks they're so perfect, so flawless, and don't have shit to work on, well, they can go ahead and join up in some sort of stupefied squad. You know what I mean? And don't worry. You'll see how that play. You'll see the time. Anyway, I digress about all of that. So I got a crazy few more weeks coming up. But as we get into September, should be calming down. But right now, the wife's got some shit to deal with. I've got some shit to deal with. We're moving. It's all happening within a very short period of time between now and the end of the month. But that brings September. We're going to be in a nice new place and uh, more than likely just a temporary place. You know, we had plans of saving up to, uh, you know, get our asses in a decent house. 2020 threw a little bit of a wrench into that, <clears throat> as I'm sure 2020 threw a wrench into a lot of things for a lot of people. <laughs> but hit us there too. So just kind of doing a one-year place probably just to get us through. And, uh, you know, this time next year, we'll be getting ready to move into a, his house. <laughs> so, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But it'll be a crazy few weeks, so don't be surprised if I if I possibly take a week off. Don't get too upset with me. All seven of you that listen. <laughs> but yeah, September's going to be awesome. Be rolling at the new crib. Have a new setup, probably. A different look for the pod as far as my background and how you know everything of mine is set up. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Ready for the change? I'm 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 always down for some change. I get kind of bored. I'm one of those that'll rearrange the fucking living room a hundred times. You know, I just uh like to have a little change now and again. You know, and particularly when it comes to your living situation, because it does get to, you know you get kind of bored. You got to add some more shit to the wall, posters. You know, you got you got to rearrange the couches. You know, you got to do different stuff. Spice it up. You know, that's what you do, right? Right, Miami? With your partner, if you're struggling in bed, you then let's spice it up. Uh, anytime I think of that, I go back to the show Friends, and I know I bring it up often. Where are you going, Hermione? Yeah, I'm talking to you, Kat. She's, that, that noise is her moving around on the beanbag chair. 
and she's either going to get nice and comfortable or it's going to fall. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm waiting for that to fall. I don't know why you move down more. She's like slanting. Yeah, whatever makes you comfortable, cat. Whatever makes you comfortable. But we'll get into September. It looks like it's going to fall. It is going to fall. Hermione, that shit's about to fall on you, girly. <laughs> now she jumps down. Anyway, okay, let's get serious. Let's get back. Enough distractions from the cat. But also getting into September, getting into fall. You know, I've spoken plenty about that. My love for fall, the changing of the leaves. Don't you be trying to leave me, Hermione. See, she's distracting again because now she wants out of the fucking pod room. Fine, fine. Go. Don't just sit there. Go. Go. <laughs> Asshole sometimes, I tell you. But I continue. Uh, fall will be here. It'll be great. You know me, I get super excited for Halloween. So, you know, going, going into the fun time, fun time of the year, I must say. And not to mention, the NFL is rolling. You know, I talked about it a little bit last week. And I know if you're not into the sports, just bear with me just a few minutes. But yeah, I, I mentioned it on the last pod. It's getting ramped up. Training camp's underway. We had our first preseason game, the uh, the the wondrous Hall of Fame game. That's always about. And then, of course, the Hall of Fame ceremony. Peyton Manning getting his bust. I haven't watched any of it, but I hear he was funny and he cried a little bit and uh, took a little bit of a shot at a Tom Brady. And, uh, you know, it's Peyton Manning. It's, it's, he, he does the Peyton Manning stuff. So, but also, if you're into the football, like I previously mentioned, and you're into the fantasy football, check out my other podcast, the Dynasty Wonderland podcast with me and my buddy Aaron Stewart. We talk a lot of fantasy football, have some good guests on there. It's good times. <clears throat> good, good times. So, yes, I'm going to be extra busy with that also over the next few weeks as the season approaches because the season kicks off in September. And so, yeah, but once that gets in a flow, I, I have a weekly article with that very simple template. So I'm going to be able to knock those out the park. So it's going to be it's going to be running much more smoothly. So for me, it's just kind of getting over the hump the next few weeks and then uh, taking a little bit of September to settle into the new routine, the new living situation, the new place and the new crib, as the kids say. And then, you know, getting in a groove. That's what I'm talking about. And in other sports news, sorry, <laughs> don't worry. I'm just talking about the Olympics. Or as some assholes refer to it, again, we talked about this, another thing that we talked about last week, the woke Olympics. Uh, and for all that bitching about the woke Olympics and, hey, the USA wouldn't suck if these people weren't woke, woke makes you lose. Uh, yeah, all those assholes. Oh, wait. Wait, did you check out the medal standing? Oh, what's that? The United States on top once again. And I'm not even someone who's 
overly braggadocious about this fucking country. As a matter of fact, I more often point out the negative aspects than the positive ones, admittedly, because I know the positive ones. Everybody knows the positive ones. Some of the negative ones are ignored and they need to be brought to light and focused on so we can fix them and make us such a better country. But some of the country's brainwashed and therefore there is resistance. With all that whining and crying and we're not going to win shit because all the athletes are quote unquote woke. And uh, oh, would you look at that? Men's basketball team won the gold. Yeah, there you go. I mean, and I, I feel like if it was up to the fucking people who are saying shit like woke Olympics, we'd really suck at Olympics because they're very pro-white. You just want everybody else out of here and you just want white people. We would not be the best at the Olympics. I promise you. But I forget. I forget sometimes. It's not that you just want the whole country to be white. You just want whatever fucking non-white people are here to be subservient. Uh, That's that's what they want, right? I forget that sometimes. It's not necessarily they don't want you here. Like a lot of these fuckers still like football. They just want you there to play football. They want you to entertain them. They don't give a shit about your political views or social movements. <sighs> Assholes. And it's these same people who love Trump. And while the men's basketball team is winning gold and there's plenty of gold all around, again, we're at the top of the medal board. And yet, and yet, Trump's going after women's soccer. And the colored-haired lady, you know, Megan Rapino, who... Maybe should have focused on that instead of her radical left views. I don't even find, I don't find her radical. Like, I just, grasping at straws. Oh yeah, one, one. There's a lot of older women on that team. I mean, I mean, no offense, old for soccer, not really old. (laughs) That could get me in a lot of trouble, but I misspoke. I really did. Because it's not that, they're not really you know, of a very high age, they're not older. (laughs) But in soccer terms, I mean, it's the same thing with football. I know really football really well. So I'll make the connection there. You know, we get to call in certain players old, but a lot of times, even within that sport, it's not necessarily old, just old for that position. A running back, man, if they're 29, they're old for a running back. Whereas if you're a receiver, or a quarterback, 29, you're still good. Probably right around, uh, you know, descendant of your prime. In some quarterbacks' cases, they, they remain in their prime. Really, for quarterbacks, that's a good... Okay, so now we're getting to a whole other sports case. So sorry, sorry, I digress. Hmm. But those same fucking people. Same fucking people who like Trump, who say shit like woke Olympics, are the same kind of people that are also still cold on the COVID, right? Despite the Delta variant surging and ravaging its way through the country, people are fighting the mask mandates. 
You look in Florida, and Ron DeSantis, the Florida, the Florida governor, is considering taking funding from some schools that uh, want to institute a mask mandate because he wants to leave it up to the parents. Now, I I don't know how to. I just. Here's the thing. If you're really against the vaccine, okay. But you're going to have to mask up. That's all there is to it. I mean, it just... It's why this shit isn't going away, is the most frustrating thing. And why I now have to fear for my kids. Because now... There's these variants out there. They're attacking younger people. They're more contagious. They're more deadly. And they just keep mutating and getting crazier like this fucking Lambda variant. And, you know, this shit is getting, is like, like semi-resistant to vaccine. I think it's how I read it, but it's vaccines aren't necessarily doing the trick. So like, and that's been the problem all along. You don't reach this herd immunity. And despite what people wanted to say, there was no way to get herd immunity back when there just wasn't. So you do that through vaccinations, but now people aren't getting vaccinated. I mean, they're starting to now, but that's a huge part of the problem, you know? And a lot of that is due to misinformation, conspiracy theories, liars. I mean, we should have all our politicians united on this. But some take it as a way to boost their political power, to boost their standing with their people, because there's people that are brainwashed and they don't. And it's just insane that something like this, but it really begins with Trump, right? He's the the one in, in the beginning of the pandemic that... You know, if he would have got all his supporters on board to stop this shit, we could have stopped it. History is going to look back on that shit. And they're going to look at, it's going to look at how, how this all could have been avoided. It's a shame. The science keeps changing. The science keeps, that's what science does particularly in this field of study. Do you know anything about epidemiology? This shit. It's it's not like <laughs> you just look at it once and you're like, oh, we know everything. It, again, evolves. There's mutations, variants. You have to keep changing. And people are all pissed because the masks went away and now they're coming back. Well, fucking duh, they're coming back. You fucking dumbasses. There's these more, highly more contagious. I I didn't even say that right. (laughs) But these variants out there that are more contagious, a little more deadly. Yeah, it's time to mask up again. As I cough. It's okay. That's part of the smoker's cup. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just, it, it, 
it's exactly why all this shit keeps going, exactly why we keep seeing these mutations. And, you know, we're going to get these things, but, like, the unvaccinated, they're just unvaccinated, no masks, hanging out in groups. Uh, these viruses are cool with that shit. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. Same fucking people all across the board. Not all across the board. There's some people that aren't getting vaccinated because, I, and, and I've talked about this before. There's going to be a percentage of Af- African-Americans who mistrust it because they feel like they're trusting the government. And they got a problem with that based on, you know, history. Again, history. But I just think if everybody would look at the facts and look at how much more dangerous this could get, that it's already more dangerous than it should be. And if they would look at all the facts and take them at face value, we might get somewhere. That's not how this is going. (laughs) But it's the same shit with climate change, right? It's the same fucking people. You know, we're sitting here like, uh, climate change is some real shit. But then those in power who have something to lose, maybe their ties to the oil industry, whatever, climate change, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, climate change. Turkey is on fire, not as in the animal uh, or a wonderful Thanksgiving bird. No. This is not what I'm speaking of. The country Turkey is on fire. And, oh, yeah, so again is fucking California. And you know how I know that? Because I'm in Colorado and we got shit. There is fuck. There is fires everywhere. Smoke everywhere. We, <laughs> we, I, you, they advise not even going outside, really, if you have any kind of issue. Because it's fucking smoky. The air quality is down. And we've had some days of like, like not great air quality, but this shit was like, (sighs) reminder of 2020, climate change, fucking climate change. It's weird, but a lot of these, um, I read this article about climate change and how like the safer places to be. And I think the U S was like sixth U S and Canada. Uh, But it was like, if they do this or something like that, Um, I should have wrote down the source for this fucking art, (laughs) but I think Australia was number one, but I remember Ireland was at way up there, maybe three, but a lot of them were like these islands, you know, like at the top of the list. And I'm just like, huh. But wouldn't you think like that would be bad once the ocean levels start going up? But I guess I don't know. Like Ireland, Ireland, I think was number three. I could go hang out in Ireland. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could totally hang out in Ireland. I'd be down. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Seems like it. You ever watch 
any of the shit on the science channel. You will see cool shit from all over the world, like mysteries of the abandoned, what on earth, things like that. Shows like that, I should say. Um, yes, lots of good stuff. And you see things in, in England and Ireland and just some beautiful places. And that's not to say there's not beautiful places here in the U.S. Because there is, there is. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, we're going to have shitty air quality tomorrow too. So I don't plan on uh, really hanging out much outside. I mean, there's, there's craziness everywhere. Same fucking people. You had that guy in the airplane who got duct taped to his seat because he was like harassing waitresses and hit one of them, I believe, if I remember correctly. And, and, and then this dude is screaming about how like shit, like it's not a crime to be white and his parents are worth $2 million or something like that. Like you had another situation where a dude who couldn't cut it as a Marine was kicked out of the Marines before earning the official title of Marine. This fucking dude, he went and stabbed a cop right outside the Pentagon. Like, what the fuck is going on? All those people, stupefied squad. You know what I mean? All those people need to go in the stupefied squad. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to try and remember that. From now on, refer to those fucking people as, oh, they must be part of the stupefied squad. You know what I mean? We'll be they must be part of the stupefied squad. Flat earthers, you're fucking in there too. QAnons, yep. <laughs> assholes. Mostly assholes. Make up the stupefied squad. back and uh we're gonna try and uh, you know after uh all the serious worrisome scary type real life stuff we're gonna move on to something a little more light-hearted i would say and as i mentioned last week as you know i I'm, i know i'm bringing up a lot of stuff i, I talked about last week <clears throat> as you know i talked about that i am listening to the audiobook during work it it was many hours. So I got it. I'm down to about four hours left. Okay. And I'm a half, about halfway, a little over halfway through. I'm about, I, I, I did that earlier when I was talking with the wife. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a this, I'm a doing this. I'm not Mario. I don't know why, but, uh, so I wanted to watch the old television series. Uh, one with Gary Sinise, Rob Lowe. It's about an eight hour. No, not quite, because that was on TV. Take out commercials and shit. Less than, but. Um, but I wanted to get through the book 
and through the old series. And then I'm going to check out the new series that just came out in 2020. And before I get too lighthearted, I do want to say the stand, if you don't know, if you didn't miss it, if you didn't listen last week, and uh, if you're new and you made it through all the bitching about what's going on in the real world, then let me explain. The stand basically about a virus like a super flu that comes out and it kills almost everyone, right? There's some people that are unvaccinated. Um, and then there's classic good versus evil. There's religious connotations to it, kind of like a God versus Satan type battle. But, uh, it, and you know me, I'm not the most religious type person, but a very good story. It's one of my favorites. And uh, the whole classic, good verse, the best classic, like you think about it. I mean, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, Game of Thrones, it's just this classic good versus evil. And uh, so I love that stuff. But uh, the stand, I just think about it and I'm like, I, I feel like everybody was probably worried about this in 2020. It's funny. The stand came out then. Um, <laughs> but it feels like now could we be headed that way? I don't think people understand how dangerous some of these mutations and variations can get as far as pertaining to vaccines. Like this shit can reach a point where vaccines aren't going to stop it. And we could lose a whole lot of people if it gets to that point. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. But anyway, it's crazy to think about how, you know, scary the COVID shit could get. And just meanwhile, I'm, I'm going through the story of the stand where the beginning of that is a virus that takes a lot of people out. <laughs> so it's a little weird, but I continue. <laughs> but it's a good story. It's a good book. And really, I would say the old CBS television series with the, the low, Rob Lowe as Nick Andros version, this one holds up. It's still pretty fucking good. You could tell it's old, but it's still really good. And the characters I talked, I, I mentioned it last week. These characters are amazing. There's something I love about, you, you know, particularly with books, the devotion to characters and their development. And, um, you know, it's just crazy to see some people evolve and some people go back and forth, really. And some people battling with the dark. And it's um, it becomes just so interesting. And it's where I find villains. It's, it's, it's like real life villains. <clears throat> the ones you would put on the stupefied squad. Maybe not that bad. But the real life villains. You know, your Hitlers, Husseins, Trumps. <clears throat> the, these fuckers. They're not cool. But you look at villains and stories, they kind of are. So, it, you know, if we ever do, if, if we ever do, if we do end up going through something stand-ish, man, 
who's the real life villain because it ain't gonna be cool. It ain't gonna be cool. And I'm not trying to fear monger or the, when I met, by the way, but it does make you wonder, especially with all the stupidity, like this could be beat, maybe not all the way beaten, but this, we're in such a much worse spot than we should be, than we need to be. It was preventable. And it just seems like it's getting worse. And even that's preventable. There's not enough people who care to be part of that prevention. So it's, it's fucking scary now. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. But I mean, in the stand, it's like I said, there's a religious connotation to it. So it's, you know, it's almost like uh, God wanted things to just kind of start over. And uh, not necessarily sure if that's inferred that God's the one that brought on the plague or if God was just directing things after that. And if I've spoiled anything, it just, I haven't. Just go read, watch, whatever, check out the stand. But it's almost like, yeah, humans, with all your fuckery, look at what you've done. And, you know, there needs to be a recalibrating of humanity. Or so that's a terrible choice of words for that. But, you know. And I, I think I sometimes wonder if that's what, if, if we're maybe going through some of that, if nature or higher power, whatever, I don't fucking know. As I've said, I'm agnostic, which I think we're right because nobody knows for sure. We're the only ones that say, hey, we don't fucking know. Neither do any of you, but we don't pretend to know and say our shit's right. <laughs> okay. <I'm done>. But. <clears throat> You know, what if it is a God or higher power or nature saying, I think humans need a fucking slap in the face. Because that's what kind of feels like happens in the story. They get slapped in the face and then the remaining ones, there's some good people. And then there's some fucking way shitty people. And, uh, you know, you're going to have some conflict there. But back to the story, the characters, villains in particular, because like I said, and I've talked about this on previous pods, my love for villains and stories, because again, real life villains suck. So it's nice that in stories, they're interesting. Even, the, even some of the villains that people really hate, you, you think a la Game of Thrones, Joffrey, Ramsey, these guys were horrible. But then after they died, you're like, ah. Oh, Man, it's kind of a bummer not to have them around being a dickhead anymore. You know, like, <laughs> it's true. A good villain really helps make a story. But it's not like that in real life. You get 
fucking idiots. I don't know. Some of the Nazis probably thought Hitler was pretty cool, just like Trumpers loved them some Trump. I, I'll never understand the, how them mock other presidents, but like Trump is a frump, you know, like he's frumpy. Like, and he just, he's a fucking idiot. Like, I don't, I don't get the, <laughs> never mind. I get why they uh, appeal to him. He appeals to them. <laughs> but the stand, it's just amazing. Like, I mean, th- I talked about um, Nick Andros, Tom Cullen, the deaf mute and the mentally challenged dude. You know, you get these guys together, great characters. Um, Larry Underwood, great character. Um, Harold, the changes this dude goes through, great character. You look at the straight villains, you got Lloyd, very interesting character. But then you got the trash can man, who's fucking nuts. Loved there's just and the main guy randall flag there's so much to him and it comes across as cool he's got fucking temper it's just like there's the characters are fantastic and i just i no matter i love the classic good versus evil but i love me some good villains and i also love a good story anti-hero type story you know Maybe some villains doing some good shit. You know, like the Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's why I've been saying Stupefied Squad a lot, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> but the Suicide Squad, it came out a few days ago. And I got to say, I think it's fun as hell. I, we watched it on Saturday night, the wife and I. and. Uh, it is great. It's a lot of fun. It's humorous. Like I said, it's got the anti-hero feel because they're bad guys. They're badasses, but they're doing good, you know. At the end, trying to fight a giant starfish villain. <laughs> Holy shit, that was crazy. It was doing weird shit. Like, I don't want to spoil too much. You just got to check it out. (laughs) And I really like the first one, you know. There's another thing I probably mentioned on another pod. But I really did. I I liked the first one. Not a lot of people did. Brian Tomatoes didn't get, you know, meh for a lot. I enjoyed it. But this one, this one was a fucking blast. And you can definitely definitely get the feel that uh old boy that does guardians of the galaxy was involved because yeah it's got that feel to it uh but much more violent much more suicide squad ish and uh it is great the john cena idris elba characters are fantastic so who is that now i'm already forgetting where's my phone (laughs) Captain Liberty, that's not right. <laughs> How did I forget? I just watched this fucking goddamn movie 
All right. Sorry. Hold on. I'm looking. But they, they, those characters were fucking great. The John Cena, Idris Elba, Peacemaker. I don't know why the fuck I said Captain Liberty because he can't. <laughs> See, some would edit that out, but me, I'm high as shit. I'm just going to leave it in. I, I'll take the mistakes. I'm okay sounding like an idiot sometimes. Sometimes I am an idiot. It's okay. That was a great example. Where Captain Liberty came from, I can't say. Other than he talks about liberty in the part where he also talks about a bag of dicks. <laughs> so it cracks me up. Peacemaker, played by John Cena. And then, of course, Bloodsport, played by Idris Elba. Their connection, their chemistry, uh, the two of them together was great. Uh, and then equally great was King Shark, who was voiced by Sylvester Stallone. And this one, oh, he's just fantastic. The whole movie, one of my favorite parts, King Shark, or the aspects of the whole film, King Shark. And this actually, um, film did get a higher grade. And, uh, it was pretty high up there in Rotten Tomatoes. So a lot more people seem to enjoy it. <clears throat> and I'm glad. I hope they do another one. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So, and it, it also gives you that Deadpool vibe, you know, like, of course, there's a story there and there's some seriousness throughout it, but it's a lot of just comic book type action and gore and humor. And so it's fantastic. So definitely, if you like superhero movies, like Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxy is fucking awesome. But shit like that, you will like Suicide Squad. I'm going to try and get my mom to watch it. <laughs> but again, villains. But doing some good guy shit. You know, I and I really like seeing Bill and this Suicide Squad kind of did like little bits of backgrounds for the different ones. And it's just cool to see where villains came from. It's something I always, you know, they do a lot of origins stuff, these kinds of, you know, the, the comic movie, comic book movie industry. They kind of do different origins they're doing a snake eyes origin i want to see some villain origins i would like to see disney do something with star wars we go back and look at um you know the days where there was a sith academy and that there was no rule of two where there was only two sith lords there was many sith lords and um and it was just like, you know, the Jedi Academy where you had your masters and your apprentices and, and students and whatnot. And, and, and so, yeah, I would like to see some more on that. I'd like to see, you know, some background with some of that. It's it, as someone who like, you know, DC doesn't always do the greatest job when it comes to the movie part. I mean, Batman's probably it's bet. I love Batman, obviously diehard Batman fan. And, um, oh, which by the way, yeah, I've got the Suicide Squad shirt on. But I love the Batman. And one of the reasons I love Batman is because the villains are so amazing. And my wife, currently rewatching Gotham, 
you know, so sometimes I, I see parts and it reminds me and I just think that that show did such a great fucking job of like, of course, you're seeing how Bruce Wayne became Batman. Okay. But you're also seeing how Ed Nigma becomes the Riddler. Oswald Cobblepot becomes the Penguin. You know, you're seeing this shit and it's just fantastic. It's like an origin story for several people, you know. And uh, yeah, I just wish they would do something like that for Star Wars and the Sith Lords, you know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's good stuff. Classic good versus evil. I just love that shit. Just love it. But I always, uh, you know, even though I'm rooting for the good guys, I'm, I'm, I'm always finding the villains. That's Harry Potter. Man, I love some Voldemort. <laughs> and like some Bellatrix, Lestrange. Fuck yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's my thoughts. Can't help but in fiction, find the villains so interesting because they're made interesting. When I write, I try and do the same thing. And, you know, when I was talking about The Stand last week, I brought up how my very first novel that I wrote was. And, you know, I'm not like out there, I'm not published or anything, but the first one I wrote I was still looking to get it edited. Um, after going through it several times myself, I realized there's different things that are similar to other things. And I didn't do it on purpose. I hadn't realized it. It was like a subconscious thing um, because I'm not down for any plagiarism. Like I believe in my ideas. So there was just certain aspects of it. And then there was a show that came out shortly after I finished the book. I don't think the show ever did anything crazy as far as people were like super into it. It wasn't people probably there was probably a group that liked it. You know, um, I can't remember the name of it now. But there was a couple of different similarities to that. And I'm like, oh, then you're going to add that on to where it's something that hasn't even come out yet. And <laughs> it's, it's on its way out. And it's like, what, what do I do with this fucking story? But the overall premise and the ideas, I mean, very, very similar, you know, or I mean, not similar, not the word I'm looking for. The, the base of it all is still solid. You know what I mean? Not so similar. And so it's definitely something where I can go back and work on. And I had already planned out like a prequel for it. Um, or not a prequel, like a sequel for it, a sequel series, because this is going to be a series. But Okay, now I'm just going down this rabbit hole of this stupid. Now I'm just talking out loud to myself. But anyway, I had a lot of plans for this. So I'm going to address it again someday. But uh, it definitely needs a lot of work. And um, I'm going to have to tear a little bit of it down to build it back up again. But meanwhile, I've got a couple other of books, you know, I'm working on writing. And... Uh, Oh, excuse me. And I think these are really good stories. And uh, I am very 
careful about copywriting all my shit. I remember I talked about my first book, the idea of it with somebody at work and they went, they were also a writer and they went around telling everybody after I had quit that job that they, that he had a great idea for a new story. And I was like, yeah, you tell that motherfucker I got that shit copyrighted. Sue his ass off. But I digress. So I've got some stuff I'm working on now. And I really like it. And one in particular is uh, very sci-fi-ish. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of how to do it. Because I would like to almost do like a podcast reading of the story. So people, people could like almost like an audio book, but it would be in podcast form. And so I don't know, because I think that would be really interesting to try, see if anybody latched onto it. And uh, then people would possibly ask for it in writing, you know, might be a good idea, might be something to try, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something to look into for sure. Something to look into for sure. But anyway, yeah, it's about time. It's about time. You know, end the tea party, as they say, as I say. Almost time to end the tea party. That's right, that's right, that's right. But before we go, before we go, I have to mention... That it is insane trying to find a place right now. It's insane. I've never seen so many fucking scams for properties. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and I was thinking these scam, the, the whole scam thing, I'll never understand. I used to get the phone call ones where they're like, yeah. You're about to get like a summons or something delivered. Unless you pay this amount, you're going to end up in court. And I was always like, for what? <laughs> like, it's just crazy. And, uh, you know, they do it because there's global people out there who are like, that sounds scary. I'll just pay you the money. And I'm like, uh, no. And I had a handful of those. The last one I talked to, I started to get very stern and use foul language with. And then he cursed at me. No, he said, he was going to get off the phone with me since I used foul language, but he did it while using foul language. And he got so upset. <laughs> I bet. It's probably frustrating when you can't trick someone. <laughs> I imagine it would be. This motherfucker wouldn't just pay the money. Nope. No, I won't. No, I won't. Not sorry you're frustrated, bro. <laughs> but it's, it just amazes me what people will do for money. Like, no fucking conscious whatsoever, right? Like the phone call ones. Can you imagine how many people's grandmas 
receiving shit like that. Taking a chunk out of savings to pay something off that they don't even have to pay off. Because they believe some asshole on the phone that said she owed something she didn't. (laughs) Stupefied squad for that motherfucker. And maybe the grandma too for being gullible enough to fuck. (laughs) Along with all the people We're out there tweeting about the Obama variant, freaking out about his party. Now, I don't condone his party, but the way the shit they compare it to and the hypocrisy in itself, because like these are people that <laughs> are doing all sorts, like <laughs> they're the ones having all these mass gatherings, unmasked, unvaccinated. And then they're going after, like, it's just funny. The hypocrisy, as usual, knows no bounds. Throw them on the stupefied squad. (laughs) Um, See, this is is why. This is is all, all the shit. It's all the shit. Could be why. Mother Nature, Mother Nature, Mother Nature, Mother Nature, Mother Nature. This could be why Mother Nature trying to give us a big old slap in the face, you know. And hey, I'm listening. I'm listening. Slap has been felt. It's been heard. I'm not Nick Andros. I can hear. I heard the slap, felt the slap, seen the slap. Okay, I got you, nature. Unfortunately, not enough of my fellow human beings felt the slap or heard the slap or seen the slap. And that's not good. It's not good. Because it feels like that was COVID. And now the variants and the Delta, the Lambda's coming. And it's like we're getting slapped in the face again. When we had all this time to get our defenses ready, get our hands up to block the slap. But we're going to take it right on the fucking chin, the cheek, the mouth again, just right across the jaw, the face. Maybe you get your eyeball clawed a little. Thanks to the stupefied squad. In part, in large part. In large part, thanks to the stupefied squad. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> fucking slap in the face. Slap in the motherfucking face. I got you, Mother Nature. I got you. I got you. Let's see where it goes from here. Now we're ending on a down note. <laughs> 
we're ending on a down note. That's not good. It's not good. Spice it up. Spice it up. Go watch. Go fucking watch Suicide Squad. All right. Or should I say the Suicide Squad? I don't know why they did that. I really fucking don't understand. Early down. They went from first one, Suicide Squad. All they did was add the the side. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Thanks for joining. As always, much love. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay nice. Until next time, have a great week. Everybody get the break. Everybody get the break.